Hey gang, it's episode 85 of Revisiting Sunnydale. As we have mentioned before, our 100th episode is coming up soon. We would happily take suggestions if you guys want to let us know what you think we should do for that. Now already what we have in mind is that we want to do a live podcast. It would probably be somewhere here in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And more than likely, our 100th episode is going to coincide with The Gift. Mm -hmm. So... Give us a holla. You can find us on Twitter at Back to Sunnydale, or you can contact us on Facebook at Revisiting Sunnydale. Um, oh, by the way, I'm Camila. I'm Marcella. <laughs> <laughs> the, the level of excitement. I know. I'm, like, just, like, oh, seriously. I'm trying to keep it contained. Ooh, so, <laughs> you know, yeah. Facebook, Twitter, also review, rate, subscribe on iTunes, Libsyn, iHeartRadio, and Player. FM. I almost said player ready, ready player one. Ready player one, because we've been talking about ready player one. <laughs> but yeah, so this is a very special episode of Buffy, uh, very near and dear to Marcel and I's hearts. Ooh. We poured a nice glass of Riesling, because <laughs> that's all I had in mm-hmm. the house. It's sweet. It's not, I like it. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm not a wine connoisseur. Mm. I'm not a fan. Yeah. But it's sweet, but not overly sweet. Yeah, it's not too sweet. And not dry. Like, some wines, you're like... <sighs> <laughs> Yes, because we needed to be a li- we needed some libations to celebrate oh, yeah. this episode. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we can keep this episode to an hour. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen because <laughs> there's so much to digest. There's a lot happening that's important. There's a lot happening that's not important that mm-hmm. we enjoy. So yep. we might end up discussing this frame by frame. Who knows? And there's a lot to dissect with the other half that we're not doing yes. now. Yes. That we'll probably pepper in some comments. Okay, but first, where are they now? Our near, dear, <laughs> undead, Juliet Landau. Juliet Landau. She has really, really gotten into the world of voice acting. Has she? Yeah. She's in the Justice League animated series. She plays Lois Lane. Oh. She has been in the Cartoon Network show Ben 10. She's played Helen and Magistrata. And she's the voice of... Oh, the fucking little sisters oh, in really? Bioshock. Really? You know yeah. how creepy those little... Yeah. Uh, that's Drusilla. Well, of course it is. Now I have to go play it again. Of course it is. <laughs> yeah. You, you, now that you hear it, because you yeah. kind of hear it in the back. Of, yeah. yeah, of course it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm freaking out about it. I'm just yeah. freaking out about it. How do I not know? But she also did an amazing project called A Place Among the Dead. Mm-hmm. It's a docu-series that she created through crowdsourcing, and it's fully funded i believe but you can still help out i put the link up on our facebook page today cool but they've done interviews with joss whedon gary oldman Woot. willem dafoe yeah. and rice robert patrick christian kane interesting and who don't love pam everybody love pam everybody love pam i need to rewatch that just Me so too. i can get some more pam in my I life I, I, I would have settled for an eric and pam spinoff yeah, that would have been good. At mm-hmm. least just like one season. Right. I would have been happy with that. Right. Ah, oh, that would have been good. Yes. <laughs> if you don't know, now you know. We're talking about True Blood. True Blood. Kristen Bauer, Van Stratton. Get your life. Yeah. And go watch True Blood if you haven't done so yet. Yeah. Well. Yes, just do it. The whole, all of it? Uh, at least the first three seasons. Even that weird orgy? <laughs> I mean, there's some stuff you might need to fast forward through. And I don't know. Don't like, skip over the parts where eric forgot who he was yeah that's the best part yeah i don't know yeah you have to just watch the whole damn thing and then be as disappointed as the rest of us when it with several different aspects (laughs) yes a lot and maybe once we've wrapped you know buffy and angel Mm -hmm. maybe we'll get into that yeah (laughs) into true blood a a special vampire yeah we'll just be like the the vampire tv show yes we Um, could do different vampire series yeah moonlight what the f- what? Moonlight. What the hell is Moonlight? Ooh, we'll talk about Moonlight. Oh, Only one series, so it would go quickly. Okay. All right. That's that's fair. All right. Sure. So that, that's that's what she's doing. All right, Juliet. I'm glad she's still doing a lot of work. Me too. Um, and I am excited to see this on a place among the undead business. Me too. Even more excited to be able to at some point get her on the show. Yes. Or at a convention near uh, me. I know. Yes, literally. Near me. <laughs> Anywhere. Like I'm not going to France. No, like four hour drive. Yes. Yeah. Or even, you know, like a couple hour plane ride. Like that's yeah. Just something. Because I bought an autograph picture of her, but <laughs> it feels dirty because I didn't meet her. <laughs> it's not the it's same. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's a placeholder. Yeah. But it's not the same. One of these days. Maybe okay. 
All right, so Fool for Love, Season 5, Episode 7, original air date, November 14th, 2000, when Camila and Marcella lost their damn minds. Lost their damn minds. Written by Doug Petrie. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Directed by Nick Mark. Sure. Thank you even more. Thanks, dude. (laughs) After a common vampire nearly kills her with her own stake, Buffy, in an attempt to learn and prevent similar mistakes, turns to Spike to learn how other slayers met their end. They caught him common. He's like Slash from Guns N' Roses. He's far from common. <laughs> when have you ever seen a vampire that looks like that? Dude has got full on like teased <laughs> hair. He's, yeah, I don't. He fell out of Lost Boys for some reason. <laughs> he's, he's got his fandom is full on. <laughs> yes. All right. So again, you've been warned. There's going to be a lot of gushing, a lot of objectifying, a lot of tea. And it might get worse. The we might get drunker because yeah. I don't think I've eaten in a few hours, no, and me I'm just, <laughs> so I'm already a little bit woohoo. Uh-huh. Important guest star: uh, Mercedes McNabb as Harmony, Amber Benson as Tara, Emma Caulfield as Anya, Christine Sutherland as Joyce, David Boreanaz as Angelus. Yeah, Woo-hoo. the only yeah. acceptable version of <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Mer- er, Julie Benz as Darla. Damn, she has got a lot of stamina. She does. You follow you follow her on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, her oh, workouts. On Damn, dude, dude. At five a.m. You can have it. Like I don't, I don't want it. And Juliet Landau as Drusilla. Bow down, bitches. Ugh. Right off the bat, we start with a treasure trove of scenes reminding us of the path that Spike has taken. Mm, yes. Thus far, we get. The head nod, mm. the little head tilt with him and Drusilla. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which I just, I would love an artist rendering of that. Yeah, a really good one. Mm-hmm. You hear me out there, world? Hello, I know there's artists out there. I would love it. So we do. We really get his whole uh, catch you up of here is where Spike is now, mm-hmm. ending with his fever dream. <laughs> oh no, I'm in love with Buffy. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> Please no. <laughs> So, uh, again, we've got Buffy fighting evil in a friggin' scarf. Why don't they just snatch her up? I don't know. Like, I don't get it. Seriously. Like, poor fucking choices all the time. Snatch her up. Um, Why is she wearing a scarf? It's Southern California. I don't know. And it's not even like a a protective scarf either. Like, if it were cold, even a little chilly, that would do nothing. Nothing. The way she has it wrapped around her. Mm Mm-mm. Oh, this vampire. She's fighting Twisted Sister Vampire. Oh my gosh, his hair. <laughs> so teased. So teased. There's so much Aquanet. So much Aquanet. <laughs> I can smell it. And he's That's wearing... how it's crunchy. Oh, God. And he's like wearing like this punk 70s. Anarchy. Uh, yeah. Jacket. With his leather ass pants. And Buffy's like talking about how bad he smells. Yeah. And she's quipping a lot. A lot. A lot. Overconfident. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We were talking about it last episode. Exactly. Overconfident. Overconfident. And what does happen? He stabs her with her own stick. Yeah, because she tried some... She was kicking his ass all over right. the... But who told her this before? Oh, Gwendolyn Post mm. made a comment in season three that mm. they take too much time killing. Right. It right. It should be punch, punch, poof. Yeah. I think even Giles may have made that comment at yeah, one point. Yeah, I don't think she needed punch, to do punch, this poof. much tangling with no, him. No, like, there's too much. Mm-hmm. She had him down several times. Yeah. So she does this like double flip over a headstone, mm-hmm. lands, goes to stake him. He grabs the stake, flips it around, and stabs her in the gut. Yep. She's shocked. We're shocked. Mm-hmm. He might be a little bit shocked. Credits. <laughs> so now we got to wait through the credits. Now Buffy is bleeding from the guts. But she still manages to punch him. Yeah. Very reminiscent of when she stabbed Faith, and Faith still managed to punch her in the face. It's almost the same exact reaction. Right. And then instead of staying, she's like... (laughs) A lot of blood. She's out. I should probably leave. Yeah. (laughs) She tells it out there, and then Riley appears and sort of saves the day. Yeah. Because the vampire's like, where are you going? We were having so much fun. Yeah, you were joking. <laughs> I thought, oh. This is great. <laughs> and so he, uh, you know, gets the dude and the guy runs off. The vamp runs off. And she passes out. Rightfully so. Yeah. That's, that was a lot of blood. And I can almost 
hear the glee in Riley. I'm needed. <laughs> she needs me. She needs me. Oh she needs oh me. Oh my god. Oh, what do I do? Okay. Holy shit. Right. Calm down. Calm down, Riley. Get it together. <laughs> and she's just like, oh god, you're the best that's here at this moment. <laughs> There's no, oh my god, Riley, help me. It's. I wish there were Giles. <laughs> <laughs> but she is. In her bedroom, she is grateful that uh, the boyfriend with combat military training. True story. Yeah, that's a that's helpful, and he's got all the bandages and hydrogen yeah. peroxide. And but then again, it's his combat military training that you like, not him. <laughs> and you even just kind of said it was just a bonus. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of splinters left in this wound. Gross. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know how a splinter feels too under yeah. the skin, mm-hmm. where you're just like, I got it, yeah. I didn't get it. Right? Why does it hurt so much? It's a tiny piece of wood. I don't know, but it is designed to fucking mentally and yes. physically torture you <laughs> until you finally get it out. Not to yeah. mention the the steps you have to take. You're, the digging so, with the right. uh, so so. Not only do you have a tiny piece of wood in your finger, now you got to dig around there uh-huh. with a nail. Okay, I don't like it. So he's bandaged her up, and she's like, "Okay, I'm all good. I need to heal. Whatever." Dawn pops in. Bursts in. <laughs> with good, yeah, right. with good reason. Nice. I guess. So nice. And she even pulls the could cover have been, up. Could have been done a little more smooth, but sure. I wondered if she actually tripped <laughs> and they just let, because she bangs into she that door does. in an uncomfortable kind of way. <laughs> Maybe it was more like she was listening at the door <laughs> oh. and then she hears her mom and, <laughs> yeah. goes, oh. and she falls in. And, Ma- and of course, Joyce is like, what's that? Why does it smell like? Yes, Riley's like put hiding all the the bloody cotton balls and bandages and it's nasty. And then uh, you know, Joyce is like, "Are you disinfecting something?" And you know, Don does a cover up talking about a Me. nail polish <laughs> experiment. Which okay. Well, and we come to find out over the course of the show, she does do weird experiments all the time. Yeah, and you know, and I'm sure Joyce is just like whatever. Yeah, peanut butter and banana quesadilla. Quesadilla. I yeah. yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Kids. And then she has one with Clem, I think. The, they have a bugle testing or something. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so she, Buffy's like, all right, fuck it. Can you keep a secret? Yes. What made you think that at any point up until now that she could? She's no. been telling your business for weeks. <laughs> so she shows her. And Dawn's fascinated. She's ew. Why are you saying gross? You can't see shit. It's a very right. well. It's just a bandage. It's just a bandage. <laughs> a very big a, bandage. Where she's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then Buffy like sweeps her hair back. And it's just like this delicate yeah. little moment. Right. She does that a lot. And it's cute. It's, it's very cute. Sweet. It's, it's really sweet. And it shows Buffy growing up. Yeah. So they talk about. Riley's going to take over patrol, but she doesn't want him to go alone. Take the gang with you. How is that better? How is that better? That's a liability. That absolutely is. Now, not only is Riley looking out for himself, he's got to look out for three other people. Right. Who are bait. He should have used them as bait, but instead, they're loud as shit. You have been on patrol before. Right. Again. Since when? Bunch of people (laughs) acting like this is the first day on the block. Since when do you bitches eat? Right potato chips right on patrol and it is the most I, uh, generic bag of potato Tito's. chips yep they make me so angry like <laughs> literally like this makes me so yeah. furious yeah the way that they're eating the mm-hmm. chips and then they yell riley what's all the hand signals <laughs> and he's like you know what i can't i just uh-uh not today. Not today. <laughs> and they convince him. They're like, no, we'll, we'll be good. We promise. We're sorry. At least ditch the chips. Right. And they're like, okay. With, as Willow grabs the last handful. Handful. Which is going to take you 20 minutes to eat one by one. But she's not. No, she's, she's shoving them in her face. She's <laughs> eating them apple style. Like That's she's like... never eaten before. <laughs> it's painful. Along with the sweater and hat combo she's got on and. Everybody's so bundled up. Everyone is. Xander's hair is a hot mess this season. I it don't, really is. So much product. It's oily. It's long. It's really that. Yeah, it's that uncomfortable. It's that in between long. Mm-hmm. It's like at this. Like you got to cut it off, mm-hmm. or, or I guess keep going. But it's, oof, it's rough. Oof. Do we have listeners in 
Maureen, our new listeners mm. from the West she Coast. the West Coast. Does it get that cold that you need sweaters? Like, yeah. Californians. Californians, let us know. Like, is I'm there curious. ever a point in the calendar year that you need sweaters and hats? like And scarves. And scarves, as and they mittens. portray. Yeah. And hats. I mean, are y'all just not used to... Like 50 degree weather? 50 and degree you... weather does not count. <laughs> That's not cold. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, let us know. Because otherwise, uh, you can, we can put this to rest now yeah. and find out for real right. that what happens. And I'll stop making fun of him. <laughs> I'm not going to stop making fun of Giles' sweaty balls. The man's in head to toe tweed for the first three for seasons. For the first of the three show. seasons, he is. The fourth season. Leisure clothes for some reason. A lot of a lot of robes. But now that he is a kind proprietor, he's back to wearing suits. At least the tweed pants is not tweed pants. No. It looks like he has a nice you know, a maybe khaki. Nice sport jacket. Yeah. He wears a tie to work. Mm-hmm. He's a gentleman. <laughs> so Buffy's doing research because she's freaked out. Yeah. She is in the best physical shape of her life, as mm. she tells Riley. Mm-mm. And she doesn't understand why this. What happened? I understand what happened. You understand. You're, You're overconfident. Bitch. Yeah, that's what happened. You're cocky. But she's not going to accept that. So she and Giles are pouring over the Watcher's diaries, which I'm surprised it hasn't happened before now. But okay, he has been waiting for it because <laughs> he's collected all of this shit and been holding on to it. He probably had to put it away in, a, in storage somewhere. He's been paying for a storage unit, but. So yeah, so they're going through. Yes, with uh, Giles Giles. and Buffy. Yes, Um, because she's pissed that there's not more description. Apparently, you know, there was a fight. Slayer lost Enda's diaries. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it makes sense on several levels. Mm -hmm. One is that what else is there for the Watcher to talk about? Right. And two, um, more than likely, the Watcher wasn't there. Right. When it happened, so he doesn't know the details. And And his Slayer is now dead. He was probably let go. Exactly. The point that. Giles makes is that you know if it was like anything like if they were anything like me then they just kind of found it all too painful mm-hmm. which oh puppy puppy <laughs> and he just has like the look on his face as he gets that out yeah he, so and she's sad. like love you too <laughs> <laughs> but then they have this realization Holy shit. Somebody knows the story. And we know this dude. And he knows this story. He has told this story twice. Yeah. So cut to. <laughs> Flashback. Well, we, no, we cut to. Yes. Woo. This is. <laughs> Immediately I'm... we're in Spike's crib. <laughs> she throws him up against the wall. And it's not that she throws him up against the wall. It's the reaction that this ensues. When she turns him around and pushes him up against the wall. I paused it because I got to look <laughs> at it. It's the tongue that comes out. Yes, exactly. And he, he dug it. He is into it. Like, he dug he's it. So enjoying this yeah. right now. He's like, oh, oh, uh-huh. wait, this doesn't hurt. And then he turns. She flips him around. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and she wants to. He's like, she tells him, you've killed two slayers. He's like, yeah, I did. You're gonna tell me how. Buckle the fuck up. I'm in for this story. <laughs> all right, kids, let's do it. This is all right. This is this is a yes. Yeah. Let's go. Hurry I, up. Uh huh. I've got snacks. I've got drinks. Let's let's rock it. Speaking of snacks, mm. Spike refuses to tell his story without some hot wings. Spicy buffalo wings. <laughs> if I'm if we want to be uh-huh. specific, um, because yeah. he's decided to tell her this story. Did they go together? At the bar. Did they walk to the bronze together? And what did they talk about on, on the, the walk? way there? Because it's probably a, at least a five-minute walk. Yeah, we'll say that. At least. <laughs> at least. At minimum, a five-minute walk. minimum. Most 15 minutes. Did they not speak the whole way? Could right, because they don't start it. Yeah. It's like, just literally, like, we're starting from the very beginning yeah. once they finally get there. Like, yeah. she doesn't explain anything to him. No. Nope. So it's just in silence. So. He just drips. This whole episode, he just drips. I can't even take it. Everything that comes out of his mouth, the it's way just, he looks at her. window is an invitation to fuck. It's all just there. Mm-hmm. And if there were, yeah. Okay. So, you know, they're talking. He wants her to order up some, some, some spicy wings. Yep. And um, now I want buffalo wings. Now I want wings. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting. He's like not really into it all that much. And 
you know, she goes, she's like, fine, fuck it. And she turns to order his stuff and winces. Mm-hmm. And he jumps on it. He's like, ah. Somebody got a taste of you. <laughs> what? <laughs> really? We're going, <laughs> we haven't even started. So, like, at least turn this shit on to, like, medium. <laughs> He's like, why else would you be in a dark corner with a creature you loathe, blah, blah, blah. Bringing up past uglies. Yeah. So that's something she's like, you know, have you always been this much of a pain in the ass or were you just born this or whatever? And he's like, what can I say, baby? I've always been bad. <laughs> I think I had that as my like text alert for so long. <laughs> and take to flashback to a very contradictory version of Woo. what Spike is saying. Ooh. It's a very mousy William. Oh, William. Writing Ooh. poetry in, in London. London 1880. 1880. 1880. And there's no... No. 1880. This is not a time... This is a bunch of pale faces. A lot of pale faces with a lot of rouge. So he's at this party, right? And the guests are discussing like a bunch of recent disappearances of people and stuff. And then there's this bully with a hipster mustache <laughs> and way too much rouge all on his face to be picking on folks. <laughs> but he embarrasses, he snatches his poems and he mm-hmm. embarrasses him by reading it. Well, and William oh, wants out. nothing of this conversation. Oh, he wants. That's what the police are for. He's such a delicate flower. He's such a dainty boy. Like, how does this fop <laughs> become. Become Spike. Spike. <laughs> Yeah, because it's just supposed to be like an amped up version of yourself, of yeah. your vamp self. Right. So, you know, and he's like, I prefer to think of much more Ooh. beautiful things. And, you know, and it's like, oh, you you got some poems? Ooh. And the guy reads them. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> but they point out and make fun of the use of effulgent. Yeah. Now, for so many years, I never bothered to look it up. But Mm-mm. today I did. Effulgent means shining brightly, radiant, or emanating joy or goodness. Why is that so terrible? You were saying that about her, about yeah. Cecily. Yeah, I mean, that it checks out. Right. That's, I mean, it's a very you know, nice I, don't know, thing to say. I don't know her, but it's a very positive thing. She's standing in the corner looking like she's going to barf. Oh my God. Her reaction, her, she's overreacts much. Jeez, let's just fucking calm down, Cess. She gives us her burn. Yeah. It's harsh. This may be the harshest thing that's ever said on this show. It's so uncomfortable. I don't. mm -mm. So she says, I do see you. That's the problem. You're nothing to me, William. You're beneath me. And he's just like. So you actually hear his heart breaking, Mm -hmm. dropping, shattering. And then being swept up by tiny little mice. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, we kind of just hear, and it's just a little aside. And they're like, you know, this is why they call him William the Bloody, because of his bloody, awful poetry. And dude mentions that he would rather have a railroad spike shoved in his ears than uh-huh. listen to it. I'm pretty sure you get one. <laughs> because when he's first turned, mm. that's where they say his name came from. Yeah. In yeah. season two. Yeah. So, well, guess what? Way Dick? to go, bro. <laughs> way to go. So he gets really upset that she's just basically shit on his heart. Every, yeah. And he storms out kind of crying. And literally bumps into yep. Angelus, Darla, and Drusilla. But we don't know that right away. No, because we, we only see them from behind. I kind of mm-hmm. noticed that bad wig. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's an Angelus mm-hmm. wig. <laughs> Watch where you're going. <laughs> What's interesting about this episode is how it was filmed to be a companion piece mm-hmm. to the Angel episode. Exactly. Because we see the flip side of some of these scenes. Which is beautiful. Which is something I love mm-hmm. in storytelling in um, movies and TV is when we see a same scene mm-hmm. and it's shot so perfectly yep. that you get two totally different versions of what's happening. Yep. And I fucking love it. Like I love it. You can see the same scene and hear it from two different versions. So, yeah, and it also does get used, like, we, this scene does get referenced mm-hmm. m- uh, multiple times, yeah. actually, I think both in Buffy and Angel. Mm-hmm. So it's something to pay attention to. Um, so he goes and hides in the alleyway, and Drusilla <laughs> rolls up on him. Our bag of cats. 
She's normal at first. She's really normal at first. She's like talking to him. She's chatting him up. And she's, you know, she's spitting her game. And he's like, you know, I heard about pickpockets. You're not going to get my purse. And I love this. So she's like, don't need a purse. <laughs> And then she's the, the this fish just, babies swim. What? Like at first he's yeah. like he's picking up what she's saying. Okay. She's talking. Okay, all right, girls. Uh-huh. He's like in the baby fish. Fish baby. Uh, yeah, no, no, I can't. I'm not doing this. Burning baby fish swimming around yeah. his head. That's what she says. But then she manages to kind of weave her magic, and she says, "Effulgent." Bing. Yep. Oh, this girl knows me. Yep. What what you what else you gotta say, girl? Yeah. What else you want? And she turns, and he's very oddly calm mm-hmm. when it happens. He's more just taken aback, like oh, weird. Oh, huh? You that shirt is blue, not yeah. not not black. Then he turns into a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. ow, 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 ow! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Everyone can hear you. <laughs> and that's how Spike became a vampire. Yep. But William was terrible. True you- believers are like, hold the phone. Spike told every told us in season two that Angel sired him. Mm. That's right. You were my Yoda. Right. You so sire, man. apparently Joss retconned it by saying that the entire line is technically yours. No, 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 <laughs> no. I don't believe it. Just because Darla sired Angel and Angel sired Drew and Drew sired right. no nope. I also I do love and it's the first time I ever thought about this. I do love the fact that it's Drusilla and Darla who are responsible for, their for these creatures mm-hmm. for these like these mass murdering yep. <laughs> misfits. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then in turn, Drusilla is responsible for Darla. Uh, yeah, exactly. Whew. All right, so we go back to present time when Riley finds Alice Cooper. Uh, it was one time I'm on Riley's side. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I'm going to come back in the morning. There's a lot of them. It's not, it's not safe. You lie. <laughs> I can tell you're lying. He just doesn't want to be with you. Which, fair, liability. Fair, fair enough. They're not going to help at all. Mm-mm. No. Why didn't he just not call them? Yeah, I'll call him Buffy. I'll patrol with yeah, the gang. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who called the gang? He did because he needs to be, he needs Buffy's acceptance. What is chip? Yep. That's what I think. He needs Buffy's approval yep. on everything. Flashback. Yep. Yorkshire, 1880. So I guess it's only been a few months after he's been turned. <laughs> but and- Wow. <laughs> Quite the few months. And I like, there's a couple of tiny things here that happen. Angelus has got him choked up on a wall. Mm-hmm. And apparently he's had enough of him already. Like, it's only been a few months. Yeah, he's sick of him. <laughs> well, been... there is that cute, co- there's more in the bronze. Oh. With Buffy and Spike. They're playing pool. Oh, yes. And, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, you traded up. And so he's saying, had to get myself a gang. That's right. You didn't have to get yourself a gang. Your siring came with a gang. Yeah, exactly. You were sired into a gang. Yeah. Like, it wasn't. You didn't have to go find anybody. Right. It was there. It, it was happened. there. That was. They had to deal with you. That was a part of the deal. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, he's got him up there. And he. he ch- so, Angelus calls him William. He's complaining about the way he does things. He calls him William. And he's like, hey, name Spike. Spike. What? <laughs> Spike. <laughs> so, he's changed his name. And apparently, he's changed the way he speaks. Yeah. Because Angelus is like, and since when did you start talking like that? Yeah. And I'm not sure what, I mean, I mean, I guess less proper. Than less did. little bitch boy, less fop, more grit. <laughs> I dig it. Dude's from the streets, yo. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm fucking okay the hard ass London streets. Can we talk about the wigs? <sighs> the ladies wear wigs. Like, I don't think they did that to Julie Benz's hair. So I No, I'm pretty sure wig, that's a wig. But it looks, looks fabulous. Gorgeous. And it was, why does Angelus and, and Spike's wigs look like dead cats? They don't even look. Properly put on. They don't look human. And in this scene, I hate to say it because you'll never see anything again, but he looks like Dawson. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) That's a, that's a true story. And it's mostly because like the forehead, the the forehead and the hair falling over the forehead. (laughs) And the fact that it all blends into it. So I don't, I, 
Is, is James's forehead that huge already? Or just like, because Dawson's got a big forehead. He has a big forehead. Very, yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's just these lovely little moments that Drusilla peppers throughout. We're her crazy. Yeah. Because Darla is like, I think our boards are going too far. And she's stoked. And she just, you know, wants just a little something. Just give me something, Drew. Just, you know, just. The and king Drew's expects like... a picnic, but it's not his birthday. What? <laughs> and she think... actually just says, yeah. Good point. Good point. Mm-hmm. You it's would not. think Darla would be used to this by now, but it's still <laughs> the look on her face. <sighs> yeah, okay, sure. She's so upset with him bringing her into the, like, really, her? We were supposed to kill her. Right, she was just supposed to be dinner. Food. Like, <laughs> don't bring... You I brought told you about bringing takeout <laughs> home to live. But Angelus is pissed because they're hiding in a mine. Yeah. Because Spike has been out Killing any and everything. Roughing it up. So apparently they've got two different ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. Spike is just like, I just want to brawl. I just want to burn shit down. I'm just going to kill and eat everybody and fuck anything going. Yep. And Angelus is like, yo, there's a finesse. Mm-hmm. There's a, a something. There's, you know, there's an artistry to this kill. And we know mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that's we what Angelus likes to do. Mm-hmm. He likes to drag that shit out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So they're not really meshing no. on how they're killing styles and tactics. But he mentions, you know what? Fuck it. You're going to come across a slayer at some point. Maybe they'll just deal you with learn. you. You're going to learn today, boy. And he's like, what's a slayer? <laughs> what's a slayer? I want what's one. A slayer? <laughs> and then we go back to the bronze. And I love the pool cue moment. Mm. The pool stick moment. You like, he's giving her lessons. Lesson the first. Always have your weapon. Always reach for your weapon. Always reach for your weapon. Because I've already got mine. Yes. And he does like this thing where he like snatches her around. Spins her around and grabs her by the neck. But he turns, he like shows her the vamp face. And she like pushes him, you know. It's all very (laughs) sensual. The whole dance that they do in this whole episode. It is. Is. It's all a dance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's wonderful. And he's telling her, he's like, there's no girl in all the world that's it's quite like that. Mm-hmm. And for him, it was her. Mm-hmm. And that's the Boxer Rebellion. Dun, dun, dun. China, 1900. And I call bullshit again. Because <laughs> I have to. <laughs> James Marsters has a scar from when he got mugged in New York. Yep. On I his eyebrow. I also call bullshit. They throw in this little throwaway scene of this slayer slashing him across the eyebrow. Right. Vampire's heel. Exactly. They you can't not, tell yes. me that that's where he got this scar. No. No. And then he has no other scars. Right. He never scar- scarred any other time. dude gets busted up quite a few He's times. He's in a wheelchair. Exactly. Angel too. Right. And I'm just supposed to... When Darla and them got burned up. Right. Like, so now they don't have scars. Like, come on. Come on. I we call bullshit. We can't do this. No. I don't like it. You should have had one scene, one momentary William scene where he gets that scar right before he becomes. Right. Even if he had fallen down right before she fed on him. Exactly. Like he was so taken aback. He falls down and cuts himself on the. Yes. I get it. worked. Sure. But this? No. No. Nope. Uh, Yeah. It's definitely, this really irks me. Yeah. I call bullshit number two. He's not that old, but he's a black belt in karate. Because he's kicking her ass. So, I mean, I guess that was the, that was something that was mentioned. I don't know if it's mentioned in a later episode or an earlier Something about one. they wake up with karate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. He's whooping off in that ass. Like, he's holding his own. And she's really good. She's, she's really good. great. Side note of trivia I saw on the Buffy wiki. She's one of the potential slayers at the end. I thought so. Yeah. Huh. She's actually in the scene in Chosen when Buffy stands back up yeah. after getting, and she's standing right behind. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So Spike kills her. And for whatever reason, she has her dying words are to him, like, you know, tell my mother I'm sorry. I don't speak Chinese. Why would you want to put that on your mom? 
Right. Why are you sending why are you sending a killer to your mom? That's I never thought about that. That's rude. Is that like your last little dig? I hate my mom. Yo, <laughs> like this bitch. Tell my mom I'm sorry. Here's her address. <laughs> But it's so rude that he's just like, I don't speak Chinese. Love. And drops her ass love. on the ground. He calls her love. <laughs> and then in saunters Drew. Oh, Spike, what a lovely mess mm-hmm. you've made. And he really has. It was. He really messy. has. Because his hand is <laughs> so unsanitary. <laughs> so unsanitary. Even for them. <laughs> yeah. So he's covered in Slayer blood <coughs> and he rolls up on her with um, every intention. There's, I mean, it's apparent that mm-hmm. some fucking is going to happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he rolls up on her all sensual like, and is like, yo girl, <laughs> you ever hear that Slayer's blood is a powerful aphrodisiac? Where'd you hear it? Cause you only you just, just heard about a Slayer. Just learned about what a Slayer was. Right. I, I doubt Angelus told you that. No, that because... wasn't part of the conversation. <laughs> because he never knew. No. <laughs> There's no way. No. <laughs> so but he makes into her it. lick the blood off his finger. Makes her? She like full on deep throats. True. <laughs> True. Actually, but then there's a puts moment. his whole arm down her throat. <laughs> Have you ever noticed in movies where you feel like life crosses art a little bit? Yeah. He picks her up and there's an extra little slam up against <laughs> right. that wall. And she's into you can She's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Don't yell cut. Don't don't nah, yell cut. Nah, don't nah. yell cut. Don't yell cut. <laughs> And yeah, they they totally have sex. They in there. totally do it, and I'm I'm just glad. I'm assuming it happened on the Slayer's body, but I'm just glad we didn't see it. Yeah, it's just you know like yeah. in the blood and all that stuff. Um, so yeah. then he comes up across Angel and Darla, and he's all excited. Ah! He's so excited. They're all like giggly, like they come up together, like whispering to each other and stuff. And then Drew is also excited. She's like, Spike just killed a Slayer, and Angel's like. The look on, and that's important. And that's when I was like, well, this isn't, that's not Angelus. Look at that dour face. <laughs> really? I knew right away. Really? Because I just thought he was right jealous. Right away. No. That's tell the way right I away. Because <laughs> he was depressed. Huh. You can always tell when Angel's disappointed. <laughs> that's good, because I just took it as, you know what, no. fuck. I taught Mm-mm. this guy what a slayer was. He killed one. And now I have not, I have not killed one. That's why I just took him as he was just being jealous, bitch. No, I knew. Mm-hmm. I could tell. You can always tell Angel from Angelus. Because Angelus wouldn't have been that. He would have been more upset that he didn't show it. Mm. Or share it with him. Interesting. Not that. And he, the, the way that Angel wanted to get out of there. Mm-hmm. What did he say? This place reeks of fear. Fear. And then Darla or Drusilla says, you know, it's intoxicating. Yeah. She, so, I mean, yeah. He really wants to get out of there. Yeah, see, I just still just took it as jealousy. But that's, I mean, it's a good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also, what I've missed, like, the first thousand times is uh, Darla's look to Angelus when he, his looking at his reaction. Super she, suspicious. Yeah, exactly. She's super suspicious. She's like, what? We don't really find out why she's super, you know. Right, until much later, but yeah. On like, the flip, on Darla. Right. So, and yeah. because he's a, hiding a whole family. Of people that yeah exactly he don't want them to eat because there's a baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we um, so, so it's just like a great. There's a lot happening yeah. in the scene, and we get to pick it apart several other times. And the timeline that we learn on Angel, not on Buffy, mm-hmm. is that at this time, this is right after he got cursed, right? And he's come back to them, right? And he's trying to prove that he, because he doesn't know where he fits in in the world. Right. But so he knows that this is bad. <clears throat> mm. But he's still, he loves her. <laughs> right. So he had gone back to Darla. Yeah. After whatever, like he disappeared or was yeah. a time gone. And then he just decides to come back and try to come it, back to see, okay, maybe I can still do this. But that pesky soul yep. is all over his face. <laughs> his stupid angel stupid face. His face. And Darla can smell it on him and she mm. hates it. And... She hates it. <laughs> She hates it all. Like a she lot. hates it so much. Yes. So that's what's happening on Angel at the time. This is the right. and again, we get this long shot of the entire group walking, walking. through. 
and <laughs> Spike is feeling himself hard. So hard. He steps up on that crate and jumps down, and he's swagger walking through there. And if you look at each individual face, Drusilla's filled with so much love and pride. Just pride. <laughs> and Angel. Angel's dowering. Looks like something is sitting on his uh, head. And <laughs> Drew is just like, I'm going to kill both of these. <laughs> I'm done with I don't it. I don't it. like any of you. I don't need it. I'm I don't done. need a gang. <laughs> I, so this is, so we all try to piece together, mm-hmm. you know, as fans, we try to piece together these timelines they don't tell us about. Right. So this is the shit that sent her back to the master then. Right. She was just like, fuck this. Bye. <laughs> no. No. You know what? I am so done with all of you. I'm not doing it anymore. No, I can't deal with this bullshit. I need a purebred vampire, apparently. With a fruit. So the missing member of Poison is bragging to his other vamp friends about getting Buffy. To the rest of the gang. Yeah. uh, About getting Buffy. And I guess he still has the stake. And Riley shows up and drops a grenade in the joint. Yep. (laughs) Killed them all. Because he just has grenades still. Mm -hmm. And he leaves. Mm. Because it's the same night. But before that, we cut back to the bronze real quick. And Buffy is disgusted because he's just told her this story. You got off on it. You got off on it. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. And act like you don't. Yes, that's the part I like. Yeah. (laughs) And And she didn't say shit. Right. She moved on. Right. Yeah. She moved on. We've seen it happen, Buffy. (laughs) We've seen you get a little bit hot and bothered Uh after a kill. So this is where the uh he's saying you can kill a thousand, a thousand thousand, and the armies of hell beside, Mm. and all we need is one good day. Yeah. And it's hot. And you can even Buffy's like, <laughs> wait, this is not where you're here for, Buffy. <laughs> Snap back into it. Because he gets real close to her and like mm-hmm. whispers it Ooh. in her ear. And she actually pushes him back. like, <laughs> Shake it off. He's like, hey, hey. <laughs> you you wanted to learn. <laughs> I'm here to teach you. And again, overconfident Buffy's like, well, what can I say? I can just handle myself. That's why nobody's taking me out. And he pokes her. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yep. Ow. <laughs> and everybody in there is like, what is wrong? Nothing. We're fine. <laughs> because that little poke, because she had pain. Right. Gives him pain. Right. This whole chip thing. Mm-mm. I need some instructions because it's very wishy-washy. It what is. Sets it off. Because I thought it was supposed to be as long as he had intention. Right. Of killing or harming. Right. And he doesn't know for sure. Right. That she was hurt. No, he, he was just, just poked her. Right. See what happens. So then, Riley actually stakes Slayer. Oh, does he? <laughs> the Slayer vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and then blows up everybody else. He's just like, ha ha. <laughs> Call me cute and kitteny. How I don't know. You, yeah. <laughs> I'm still a soldier. I still have guns and weapons and grenades. Where'd you get that? You just got a stockpile laying around at home? I feel like you probably stole a bunch of stuff before he was released. I feel like they would have came and... <laughs> uh, we have a requisition order for... We're missing... Like a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a list. We've got an order. So then we get into the nitty-gritty best parts of the episode. Yes. He does... Um, point out uh, what I think is good is like the question Spike says the question isn't how I won the question is why they lose mm-hmm. which yes that is a very good it's a very good question yes it is and they take their discussion out to the alley it's like let me show you girl mm-hmm. and we flashback to New York 1977 and, he, and well and that's when he says you know if there's no intent to hurt you then it doesn't go off however right. on the other hand and he shakes out into vampire and he just goes like that right he's just kind of like, ah! like kind of yeah he doesn't even touch like, her it's like okay so and she punches the shit out of him <laughs> which he likes <laughs> he kind of smiles <laughs> and she's pissed she's like tell me the truth right. tell me what happened and she's like you're not ready to know girl you ain't ready and then she's like i think i am and she's like holding that stake <laughs> over his chest he's like all right fine kicks her off and we roll into our flashback which i love this one in particular this flashback because we intercut between mm-hmm. the flashback and the what's happening at the in the alleyway in the bronze and he's like doing the same he's like reenacting it yeah basically and but so, what did you i know i screamed at the tv when i was like <laughs> this is a look i could get behind <laughs> it's like whoa look at that look at 
Billy Idol. So at this point in 77, Spike has fully embraced his Billy Idol look. And, you know, later on, Buffy claims that Billy Idol got his look from Spike. (laughs) Yep. I did some research. And don't. I, I I can't claim that that's true because in in the late seventies Billy Idol was not Billy Idol but he was in a punk band called mm. Generation Something maybe and I saw a photo in 1977 and although he's not full on Billy Idol he's still got the spiky blonde hair and like so I mean he was in his Billy Idol group yeah he was getting there yeah so Buffy <laughs> let's just calm the hell down yeah. and you give William Idol his due. <laughs> Now, when the show ended, I tried. They had a huge auction for, like, set pieces no. and costumes. And stuff. I tried so hard to get that tank top. Oh, my God. With the paper clip, oh with the God. safety pins. It so ended up going for a couple thousand dollars. And we'd already spent a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, holy shit snacks. So, yeah. Um, so, he's the Slayer. Is she's like a Pam Greer lookalike, yeah. which I'm digging it. And I was like, <laughs> "What is this? <laughs> yes, yes, yes! Not a black yes. <laughs> And she's digging in his she's ass. Not Jamaican. Yeah. Yes, she doesn't even speak. Actually, no, she doesn't. We hear not a word. Verbal. We don't even get her name. No, I mean, in we do down later. the road. Yeah, but at this point, we don't know. No, but there's a moment where they're fighting, and he breaks off that subway pole oh, and God. starts twirling it in his arm, and he like. Yes. Eyebrows up yes. at her. Yes. And he like like his tongue comes out a yep. little bit and he's like, you see the muscles yep. flexing in his oh my God. And then I love that she moment. And that's also his face in, the, out? in the opening credits. Yes. Good use. Good, good use. <laughs> Not quite as good as the scene when he finally is actually straddling her <laughs> and holding her down. And that's when this episode goes monumental to me. <laughs> because then they broke the third wall. The flashback yes. is no longer a flashback. He's right. talking to Buffy. Right. And it's seamless and it's just <sighs> And there's also a moment where he's like like before when he's starting to describe everything, he's like, you know, she had a little bit of your she was we call her Foxy. She had I a little so. she had a little bit of your style. Yeah. You know, I could have tangled with that one all night, could have danced with her all night. She was she was blah 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 blah. And she was hot. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and his whole speech there is insane mm. and you can tell that Buffy's just like oh fuck mm-hmm. this is me because he's saying part of you wants it not only to stop the fear and uncertainty but because you're just a little bit in love with it mm. he's talking about death right she wants it and there's a moment when it's her art yes so she's in love with death I still don't know how he did it but the Slayer's punching him in the face the lights go dim in the subway car, and then the next thing you know, he's, he's on top of her. Mm-hmm. And that's when he starts talking. He looks up with that eyeliner, <laughs> and he's telling her this whole story. There's probably like a five percent of men that could turn that could that could make pull that off work. Eyeliner. <laughs> he's one of them. Yep. And then we cut back to the alley, and he's on his knees in front of her, telling mm-hmm. the same story. And it's just gold. Mm-hmm. How is this not the episode written and directed by Joss Whedon? Right. How yeah, seriously? I don't get... Why didn't we get these guys back for just do more? Mm-hmm. And then he breaks 70 Slayer's neck. And it's... he looks it up and says, even you. Mm-hmm. Every Slayer has a death wish. Even you. Even you. And then he gets up in that little get up. He has no ass at all. When he pulls the emergency <laughs> brake, there's no butt in those jeans. <laughs> no. Like, at all. <laughs> we don't love James for his butt. No, not apparently. at all. No. <laughs> I've never even looked at it. No, <laughs> no. And then what I love about this episode and this moment and this callback here, this is where he gets his coat. Exactly. That little bit right there. Uh-huh. That, um, that, that says a lot. A lot. It that is a, a huge trophy piece. Exactly. And it makes me wonder what he took from the Chinese Slayer that we, they didn't tell us about. Right. If something, yeah. Cause that's a huge trophy. Mm-hmm. And, and for him to keep it for years, years later. And then in Angel in Italy, when he gets blown up, he's so upset about that coat. He is. He's very upset about it. And yeah. the Italian Wolfram and Hart give him like 12, and he's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the same. No, it's, it's not. It's not the same. It's not the same coat, and he doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean as much. No. But then I love the part where he has to smack his hands in front Mm -hmm. of because she's in this like she's just lost right in this story like the rest of us exactly we're all drooling at the feet of spike and then just like that 
I don't know what the fuck he was thinking, though. He was like, oh, did I scare you? Come on, yeah. Buffy, give it me good. So this is when things get, like, real, like, juvenile-like. Yeah. This is when he, like, remembers, oh, shit, I have a crush on this But then girl. he lost his damn mind, and even she was like, what the f-? He's like, thus, end of the lesson. He goes in for a kiss. Right. So he gets, she gets, yes, like. Why? It's like, what, what, what signals was she, was, was she giving off that was like, yeah, this, this, this is all right. Yeah. This is okay. This will work. At what point, what what made you think? That, right. Yeah, I could get away with this no. right now. You just told her about murdering mm-hmm. two of her kind. Yep. And how yep. you got off In on detail. It. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. it's not much of a no. good time for... And she pushes him away. Oof. But then he kind of gets a little mad and he snatches her up. The way she looks at him then when, she, when he snatches her up... Mm. That's probably the moment that you could have gone for it. She's actually looking yeah. up at you with, like, kiss me eyes. Yeah, yeah. But she's like, say I do want it. Say Ooh. I do. Yes, he's like, you know you want it, basically. Yeah. And we're all like, yeah. Yeah, yeah we totally. do. Yeah, we absolutely. really do. And I really want to see it right now. <laughs> and she fakes him out, and he's all into it, like, oh, wait, maybe she is into this. <laughs> and then she shits on him. Oh, uh, she pushes him down. Pushes him down. And then... Tosses the money, a whole lot of money, a lot of money at him, and you know this is like a you know whore type uh-huh. situation. You know, like this is really degrading feeling. And um, she's like, "You're beneath me." Yep, she says, "Say it's true. Say I do want to. It would never be you." Uh, and never. she calls him William. Right? William. She calls him William. You're beneath me, William. And, and then uh, walks away. And this breaks him. For a second. For a hot second. But it, like, breaks him yeah. down hard. He like, almost starts he's, crying. Yes. Like, he starts to the weep a little bit. The fop is back <laughs> for a split second. This and then he remembers voice. who the it's fuck like... he is. <laughs> fuck that bitch. Yep. Like... And you see. <laughs> he gets himself together. He grabs his little dollars. Because <laughs> at first he's on the ground in his coat. So he, like, has to grab yeah, it. <laughs> this is really just like a like a sex victim is what it looks like has happened. So he goes home. And he's looking for something, and he's rummaging around in this trunk. And, and he Harmon finds a big is, old gun. Harmon is like, hey, what are you doing? This is a stupid idea. You know as soon as you point that at her, you're going to be ah. <laughs> He's like, it'll be worth it. That I don't give She'll a be dead that. a lot longer than that. And she's like, you know, I don't know why you think you can do it now. You've had a billion chances before, and you've never done it before. Great point, Harm. Mm-hmm. Great point. Great point. So then we have another final flashback that made me snort. This is a flashback to a little bit closer, just 1998 in mm-hmm. South America, mm-hmm. where Drew and Spike broke up. Yeah, this is directly after he attacked her in the fight at the mansion. She knocked him out, or he knocked her out and got her out of Sunnydale. That's right. He let, he just full on left. Right, because he was trying to protect her. Right. And she can't stop talking about, why won't you forget about the Slayer? And he's like, what? I have. Dude, I have. We're in South of fucking America. <laughs> I left the bloody continent. She's like, ah, she can see. I can smell her all over you. You can see her all over you. You're so obsessed with Buffy and blah, blah, blah. And then remember when he came back in what episode when he Lover's won, Walk. Lover's Walk. And he wanted to, he wanted to put a spell on Drew mm-hmm. uh, because she fell in love with, she cheated on him with a something demon. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a chaos demon, was no, it? Uh, yeah, I think it was. A chaos bloody demon. Bloody chaos demon. Which and he described Not it. what I thought. We described him as being very, they're all antlers and covered in pus. pus. (laughs) And we see this chaos demon. He didn't mention the leisure suit. (laughs) (laughs) That was not part of the discussion. And I feel like it's a critical component. It's it's very important. It's very important. Um, And And like with his banded collar. (laughs) And he's like, hey. He's uh, so gentle. I didn't know she was with anyone. (laughs) Sorry. Because apparently Drew was just making out with him in a bar. <laughs> and then he's he's like, it looks like y'all got some shit to work at to work out. I'm gonna go. <laughs> he goes and then he blows Drew a kiss. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> and Spike's just I can't. <laughs> I, and you can see how he got so drunk. Right. Cause she just insists that he's covered in right. the slayer. I don't think she's we know that Drew is above and beyond right she's 
she sees things. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's seeing him at that moment. She's seeing the possibility. Right. That he is going to fall in love with her. Exactly. And she's not seeing that it's actually happened. Yeah. She's seeing that this obsession that he's got with her. He's going like, to lead. At first, it was like, I need to kill her. I need to kill her. Yeah. Because, you know, I've killed two before. Right. I need to get rid of this one and be on my merry way, whatever. But, yeah, it's going to lead up to something. So, and he just didn't want to hear. He's like, yeah, you're crazy. She's not about it. Though. She's like, I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> right. Which... You know, a girl's got to have her right. limits. <laughs> you should have not restored her. Right. You gave her independence. <laughs> <laughs> so then the, oh God, we were on such a high this whole episode. High, high, high. Crashing, debilitating panic and fear. So Buffy goes home to find Joyce packing up her little overnight bag. And she's like, hey, where are you going? And Joyce's like, well, turns out that nothing that they found is something. And I got to go stay overnight at the hospital for observation. Huh? What do you mean? Uh, Why? Uh, what do you? Uh, uh, and so Buffy sobs. Mm, Buffy goes out on the porch. She yes. doesn't call Riley. Nah. So she's, Joyce, let's just, let's just make a point of that. Yes, exactly. Joyce is like, everything is fine, I'm sure. And Buffy's like, you're right. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> and she goes out on the back porch and breaks down a little breaks bit. breaks down. Not calling Riley. Does not call Riley. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and Spike, in the same moment, he is all hot and ready to fucking murder a slayer. And he storms in there. He's got his gun and blah, blah, blah. He gets in her backyard. She's just sitting there very quietly. She hears sobbing. the gun cocking. And that's when she looks up. And she still doesn't, like, really react to She's it. She's just crying. It's like, what do you want now? Yeah. What? Yeah. And then he gets a look on his face like, hmm, something. It's so sweet. And he's, like, so concerned. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, he's like, uh, what's wrong? <laughs> it's like, oh, God. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it right now. And he's like, is there anything I can do? <laughs> and he just kind of sits there. And she's still crying and then he just he sits down next to her uh -huh. it's very quietly and he gives her a except there. for the fact it made me laugh it makes me laugh every single time it's such a touching moment but that gun clanks so hard on the step when he sits down yeah this is, it's very awkward he, and you can see he's like oh it's like ah, i totally forgot i had this ah. and he gives her like a really tentative like there, 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 there. pat on her back and she doesn't she turn lets him away. it she lets him do this, mm -hmm. and he sits there, and they both sit there in silence. In silence. He's just there for her, which is like the first time that he's ever there for her. And I'm all jumped up. And the thing that I love about this, this is why Buffy likes a little monster and her man. Mm. In the very next episode, I think, we'll talk about it. It's either this one or the one after. There's a moment where Riley tells her it's okay to break down, mm -hmm. and she tells him, I can't. If I break down, I'm never going to stop. Mm. If I cry, I'm never going to stop. You already cried. Yeah. You just didn't cry in front of Riley. Yep. Because he can't comfort you. Nope. You need this a little is... monster. Yeah. And your man. He's too vanilla for her. It's just no way. Like you, I'm sure she doesn't feel fully safe like that with Riley. No, she doesn't. All right. She doesn't. And... He even says, like, in the next episode, they go to the <laughs> hospital. She didn't call him at all. Right. He found out from somebody else, I think. Right, yeah. And, and, and goes to the hospital, and she's like, oh. Wasn't it Spike? Well, oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> he's stealing her underwear. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> oh. That's right. Because oh. he finds Spike in Buffy's house. Yes. And <laughs> trying to get my <laughs> sent to my prey or some shit, <laughs> <in> my enemy. <laughs> and I think that was just her sweater, but he had already yes. pocketed her underwear. Yes. <laughs> and it just, it's sad that he doesn't get like, why were you putting yourself through this? Yeah. You can tell that she's not there for you. She doesn't need you. He just keeps trying. And I think it's probably just the fact that he has lost so much already. At this point, he's just trying to desperately cling on to something yeah. that makes him belong. And even though it's ma it's actually making him feel more ostracized mm -hmm. than if he were just to pick up and just go on and follow Graham yeah. into whatever shenanigans yeah. that the initiative are doing now. 
Which turns out to be a really good thing for him. Right. Should have done it earlier. Oh, Riley. So the song this week wasn't one. Nope. Just a really good score by Brendan Verrett. Okay. Good on you, Brandon. We <laughs> talked about Cecily's burn. Yep. And the bodies dropped. I love that uh, we've got a lot of bodies dropped, technically. William uh-huh. by Drew. The Chinese slayer, Jin Rong, Jin I think. Mm-hmm. Killed by Spike. Nikki Wood, killed by Spike. One vampire, killed by Riley. And then the entire vampire nest, yeah. killed by Riley. That was a good one. Buffy. For those of you playing at home, batting a big old zero in the death department this episode. Uh, yeah, she uh, did not. She didn't kill anybody. Nope. Just uh, Spike's self-worth. It's <sighs> a little confidence. Murdered This that. is the f- not the last time that she will do this to him. No. There is a scene in Hell's Bells where she crushes his soul and uses William. Mm. When she finally says, like, we can't keep. Yeah. I'm using you. Yeah, that's right. And this ain't right. And she says, well, every time she's super serious with him, she calls him William, which I don't understand. Like the last episode before this, she called him William. And I don't know why. Like it was just kind of an off the teeth, like a a dig. Yeah. Hmm. William. But you never call Angel Liam. Yeah. Because Liam was cooler than Angel. (laughs) It goes Angelus, Liam. Angel. Angel. Yeah. Yeah, Liam was definitely much more fun to hang out with, I'm sure. He definitely had syphilis for sure. (laughs) And probably several other things. Would have died within a couple years. You know, had he not been made. Mm -hmm. Had he not been sired, he would have been dead. Which is... A fun, isn't that the flip side of don't we learn that in the Darla side of this episode? Oh, yeah. That she was dying of syphilis? Yeah, absolutely. When the master found her? Yeah. Wasn't she like a prostitute or something? Yeah. yeah. Yep. She was absolutely on her deathbed, mm-hmm. like literally. <laughs> so if you have not watched the flip side Darla on Angel season two? I think so. Oh, there's such a good Darla arc on Angel. Oh my it's god, it's amazing. Insane. Oh, so good. Top five moment ever. Oh yeah. Drusilla walking through that hotel room. Because I still remember like losing my mind. Losing my shit. Because <laughs> you don't know who's coming through that door. No. It hadn't been spoiled somehow. It had yeah. not been spoiled. And there she rolls like I kept thinking, who's it gonna be? Did they get Spike? Is it Spike? <laughs> who's it gonna <laughs> Holy fuck? It's Drusilla! It was great. It was wonderful. Ah, oh, monumental. Monumental. Um, I don't think there was any Bechtel-y test moments. Uh, I think it's just mostly... We're Buffy, all talking about Buffy, Spike. It's, yeah, it's Buffy and Spike talking to each yeah, other. Yeah, so. we're all talking about Spike yeah, throughout are, the whole... there are no... Mm-mm. Well, I guess if you want... Well, no, when uh, Buffy and Joyce talk about her going to the hospital. Yeah. I guess that passes out. Uh, oh, random trivia. Oh, this is, this is gross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they cleaned it, right. but plus I don't think they have the same body dimensions at all, but the denim jumpsuit that Harmony wears in this episode, Cordelia will later wear on Angel in two episodes. I once, do love that. I do love that jumpsuit. jumpsuit. She wears it once in Belonging and once in Over the Rainbow, which is another set of episodes that it's the Pylea episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They both look very good in that mm-hmm. jumpsuit. It's really... No far. Do the dance of shame. <laughs> <laughs> Moral of the story? I don't know. Spike is hot? I, I don't know. <laughs> I actually wrote, I was too busy drooling over Spike. There was a moral? Literally. What was it? I don't need a moral I, to the story. I don't know. I think I missed it. Years of spank bake material. Right. That's pretty much. <laughs> Spike's pretty? No. Enemies can be friends? Nope. No. No, seriously. Well, I, I don't know. I got nothing, honestly. Got nothing. I, nope. I didn't learn anything other than James Marshall's looks great in eyeliner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells a good story. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That's pretty much it. Like, this all I learned. You know what? We can't win them all, kids. Like, no. we are very... Sometimes we, we're very insightful. Sometimes we are just a couple of, you know, horn dogs. Thirsty horn dogs. For, for James Marsters. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yep. It happens. Heaven forbid when we get to the cocksock episodes. <sighs> he spends most of season six naked, guys. It's going to be ha, hard. 
Hey. Girls can be teenage boys too. <laughs> you know. In case you didn't know. And I'm just a 14-year-old boy. Yep. All right. So that said, if you have some um, very uh, visceral reactions to Fool of Love that Thirst. you'd like to <laughs> yes, that you'd like to share with us, some very animalistic feelings, if you will. Give us a call at 412-385-7250. Or you can just go ahead and post them on our Facebook wall, Revisiting Sunnydale. Or tweet us at Back to Sunnydale. Next week's episode is... How can you take us so high and bring us so low? Damn, damn, damn. Shadow is the next week's episode. You guys wouldn't mind if we skip (laughs) a couple episodes, right? Like, that'd be okay. I don't know if drinking would make it better or worse. (laughs) I don't know, because then the booze lightens and then you just start... That's feeling so sad. <laughs> These are feeling it all very deeply. Yep. Nope. You can tweet me, Camila, at the underscore rugged angel. Or me, Marcel, at msphere7338. All right. So we did it. We kept this at a reasonable pace, a reasonable hour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're good. We did good. Thank you guys for hanging in there with yeah. us. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. Hope so. And maybe <laughs> I'm just going to go and watch Fool for Love again. Probably. Uh, just, uh, you know, the highlights. <laughs> well, I didn't watch Darla, so I actually may watch. Ah, uh, yes. Because I am I need the other half of the story. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell it. Because I watched Fool for Love quite a bit. It's on heavy rotation. Because it's one of the best episodes <laughs> Literally, yes. of it's the whole series. Literally, my top five. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. And until next time. Bye.